Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good evening and welcome to Lauren's Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Saturday, September 8th, 2018. Oh, it's a little bit after 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we are scheduled with a speaker tonight and that's pretty fantastic. So as always, if you've called, you've been muted now. Um, whenever I'm in interview or personal commentary, I always mute callers. The chat room, however, does remain open. Hey, so you're welcome to chat among yourself. At the comments, go ahead and star two. It raises your hand. And I will see you on the board and open you up for Q&A. Last, all opinions and comments of my callers, they don't necessarily reflect my own. But we're all here in a community forum. And there's much to gain, much to learn. And hey, everyone, I believe that is how we grow. So, everyone, without further ado, let's go ahead and, as they say in show for a few seconds, let's go ahead and get this show on the road, okay? Hey, you're at Lawrence Talk Show. That's right. Oh, I've got some real class for you. New jack targeted individuals. Yeah, most of us are from the city. We're a new jack breed trying to break down and battle the perpetrators in the targeting program. Awesome, real class tonight. Miss Shayla Adan. Oh, Shayla's the creative TIUSA. Also, creator of a wonderful t shirt for USTI Day, which happened on the 29th of August. She's a vital and vibrant activist in the targeted individual community. Tonight, Sheila's going to share with us this aggressive, combative perpetrator system that is now descending upon the targeted individual community. Oh, New Jack, give it up and give a warm reception to our guest tonight. Sheila, good evening and welcome. Hi, Sheila, good evening. How are you? Welcome to the nice team. I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. You know, Sheila, you know, where else can we begin with how long would you say you've been targeted? You know, maybe that's... Well, it's really easy for me to actually pin a date on it. Um, the, really? I actually had voices in my head start on September 22nd, 2012. And so, I I mean, that was really obvious to me, you know, and stood out to me. It was actually um, the second anniversary of uh, the day I had my ascending colon removed. And so, you know, for that to happen, yeah, on that day was a big deal Mm -hmm. for me. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, my God. And I I guess, like, uh, my younger sister has uh, voices as well. What the first thing she even said when it even starts, it's the scariest thing in the entire world. She's never been more scared than her life the first time. Because you're looking around, you know what I'm saying? 
No. Oh, yeah, that's an no. understatement. You know, whenever it started for me, they were threatening things like burning my home down. And so, you know, I, I didn't realize, like, the whole extent of it. You don't know what a PI is at the beginning. It's oh, really yeah. Scary. Yeah. Very, very scary. Um, and then shortly thereafter, did you also receive, we did, mounds and hordes of people following, stalking, which, by the way, is aggressive. The whole program is aggressive. Let me backtrack. Everything about targeting is aggressive. Um, that's, that's 2012. Yeah. That's, you know, over five years. That's over five years, Sheila. That's quite a lot. And yeah, do your program. When, when did you become a targeted individual? May 2013, while I lived, my sister and I lived in Los Angeles. She woke up oh, around wow. six o'clock in the morning and, uh, I didn't feel anything, but she heard the voices. She'll never, in fact, we're returning to Los Angeles at the end of this month. It's uh, not that we miss it, but we miss our other sister, so the three of us can unite and try to find a place to live. I feel as if I'm returning to the belly of the beast, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine started in Largo, Florida in, on set, in September 2012. And um, it's so weird how everything has come about, you know. Um, I've been through a lot, as many, many, many individuals have. And I think the more that we expose this, the more that we're finding there's more. Our community is huge. There's a lot of people like you know, and it's sad. Um, I had created that database, and I'm going to put it back online whenever I'm able to legally protect it. Um, okay. But um, it was like, oh, my God, another person responded, and I'm like, well, that's a bad thing. You know, they're being tortured. And so, I mean, that database had between, like, 300 and 400 people on it. And I started it at the beginning of this year. Oh, I see, the beginning of 2018. And then, Mm -hmm. by the way, well, which I admired, I don't know everyone, I don't know Shayla personally, but um, I watched her, especially the design and the website, PIUSA.org, the design of that uh, T-shirt, Shayla, it's beautiful. Um, you know, in fact, a few weeks ago, you can check our um, podcast. I kept saying it, five colors, all these sizes, the design, and then on the back of the shirt, the text breaking down the entire, well, to me, the entire program of being targeted. It was, everyone, it still is. It's a beautiful shirt. One of the best I've seen. Well, I got to give the credit with, too, for sure. Lindsay Bullman definitely was the main person behind that T-shirt. So, oh, um, I yeah, yeah, and she, you're well, right. she did a great job. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. We actually, it is nice. you know, on those, uh, we were just trying to get everybody in shirts. We, I mean, we literally made like 57 cents, I think, a shirt. <laughs> but, um, the, the, it wasn't about trying to like make money. We wanted people to be able to afford t-shirts that's a problem for our community you know and yes I can't, I can't go buy a 30 dollar shirt personally you know and so i we both kept that in mind like you know what we're just trying to raise awareness and um 
So, yeah, Lindsay did a great job, though. Uh, she designed that front decal. And Oh, okay. And on the front of the shirt, everyone has a photograph of Edward Snowden, but I don't know the other man's name, by the way, Shayla. That's Golden on the print. Um, ah, thank you. I did not know. I, ah, Julian. Very nice. Yeah. And on the back, it's beautiful. Five colors. Um, what can I say, everyone? Lindsay did a, I mean, outstanding job. Outstanding. It's a beautiful shirt. Yes, and uh, yes, we know that you thank you she did. you know she that did. means a lot mm -hmm. to us um we had some issues come across TIUSA you know and it's not what it was now if you go to that site um right now it's a targeted individual website directory and we did mm -hmm. that somebody actually mm -hmm. donated to make to put that up uh, for the TIs, oh, because nice. we were doing such a good job on social media. I mean, I, I I think that we were doing pretty good trying to raise awareness online, you know. And so hopefully we can pick that back up um, once we're able to protect ourselves a little bit better. We didn't realize um, the kind of risks that there were until mm -hmm. it actually happened, you know, with um, this kind yeah. of work. and. You got to make sure that everything's covered legally, and so um, I don't have a whole lot to lose. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get in any more trouble. You know, and so that's why I'll. I understand. But it'll be back up soon. Well, I'm confident. Oh, great! I am too, Shayla. I really yeah. am. You know, there's quite a few people that are talking about wanting to have chapters, uh, have a united front, and then have those chapters similar to how I had that on TIUSA. Now, um, the name itself, TIUSA, can't be trademarked, okay? So, like, whenever okay. we're talking about future nonprofits, and that's what one of the goals of it was, was to have, like, a rollout mm -hmm. similar to ACLU and have it all be the same standard and all the same kind of brand mm -hmm. idea, but be for targeted individuals, you know. And um, since I took that down, honestly, I've had a couple of people uh, come to me and they're like, hey, you know, I would be proud to, like, help in this area, uh, you know. And there's people international, too, that have come to me and said, we need to do this globally. Don't just stick with the United States, you know. And so if I think um, one really important thing for our community to do is just figure out what our standards are, get in uh -huh. and start doing that. That has to happen. And if we can uh, prove to them that we're capable of having this kind of a rollout of nonprofits and all of us having our stuff pulled together and looking good in front of these people, they're going to have a really hard time denying us. We're going to really, really make a huge change if we do that. And my, one of my goals with USA was uh, five nonprofits in different states at one time, all the same name. That's a smart so, idea. Exactly. Chapters, as you say, I feel you're very, very smart, very strategic as well, uh, Shayla. I like our group. I think momentums are starting. Uh, again, I, I hear, I didn't participate, of course, uh, my sister is also chronically ill uh, in TI Day, but I heard it, uh, again, it was if you want to call it chapters, it was kicking off in a, in a lot of uh, 
cities and towns across our country, across the world for that matter, what I know of it. And uh, so, uh, Shayla, the uh, the billboard uh, helped so slowly but surely. And, of course, the article, the New York Times, uh, talking about those diplomats in China and Cuba more than likely were hit with uh, microwaves. So it, veterans are coming out. Um, yes. Well, and that that's one, you know, right yeah. into the the topic for the mm-hmm. evening. You know, um, that's why a lot of us are experiencing amped up targeting right now. And um, yes. there's a lot of that are feeling the beat. They're starting to be exposed. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're laying it on pretty thick for a lot of TIs right now. And um, I don't think that, you know, the outsiders that aren't in the know about our community, I don't think that they realize the things that are being done to TIs right now. And um, it's sad. It's really sad. So, you know, um, I I tell everybody, defend yourself. You know, don't ever uh, throw the first punch on anybody, but whether it's with your brain or in a physical, you have to defend yourself, you know. Um, so I, I document a lot, thankfully. I think that's really helped me in my targeting, you know. So uh, like, I, think, I have a lot I of So you have a lot of directed... Mm-hmm. You have a lot of directed yeah, I, energy weapons. Is that what you're saying? No, no. Um, I I have a lot of directed speech, and from my neighbors. So, like, I live in a apartment complex, and there's kind of like four apartment buildings in a square. So there's kind of like a little courtyard, you know, and they'll talk mm-hmm. off their mm-hmm. off their balconies. And it, you sure. know it that you, after you've been in uh, a TI for a while, you know um, if somebody's directing speech at you, you know. And um, no, so yeah. it's really, really outrageous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've caught video of them, too, thankfully, you know. And um, my my neighbors, for some reason, I've noticed that they're younger people. And a lot of them are living in these apartments. So that tells me that they don't have a lot of money, you know. And um, they're probably doing this for some vanilla cards. <laughs> um, I've heard they get gift cards. I've heard they get paid in gift cards. And they may kick them some money down to pay their rent. And that's about it. Because uh, when I looked at, well... I'm in a trailer home right now renting, but I'm sure to be in an apartment back in Los Angeles. I saw a lot of, like, lawn chairs, so not much furniture, and uh, definitely merchandise purchased at Walmart for everything. So I think that's what they're giving them, a Walmart card. And uh, I believe some of them have a lot of habits. You know, these are people that uh, um, they can't really cut it in real life. You know, don't have no skills or education. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. They pay these, uh, you know, low levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and they're uh, very social media-driven people, too. I'm noticing, like, um, Instagram shares and uh, retweets really matter to these people. And it's, uh, in my observation, more specifically with my neighbors right now, it seems to be kind of a popularity mm-hmm. contest. 
you know, and they think it's a joke. They really do. And it's arrogant and it's very insulting, you know, but it's going to oh, catch up too. Mm-hmm. They're very reckless. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. Um, they're very um, destructive, you know, I mean, unbridled, destructive. And um, everyone, as I always stress every week, uh, we keep it real here at New Jack. Try to, you know, get everyone's name, picture, photograph. You know what I mean? Because when this thing's open, you're ready to go. Now, what I read also with your social media, uh, Shayla, and a lot of us in the New Jack community, the calls I did, we notice an amping up of a sort of combative aggressiveness, which i that's one of the reasons I wanted you on the show tonight. Could that mean the community's momentum of exposing this is making the program, you know what I mean, scared. So it's coming down their chain of commands to sort of lean on us. Sometimes they will over-torture uh, us to try to get us to, you know, cower down. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, I think it goes both ways. They want us to act a fool, and they also want to see us mm-hmm. cower down. Either way, I think that they they feel satisfied. You know, I I really honestly think that. But um, they just want to see uh, an argument. You know, do you do you experience B2K? You said you do, or your sister does, right? I, I my younger sister has that. She has B2K. She suffers. Uh, some of them will, in her B2K will tell us we're stabbing your genitalia, a knife in her, so she feels stab wounds in the genitalia area, burns. My sister will just scream out. And she's on dialysis three times a week, so they're not playing around. Uh, they are able to transmit, at one point or another, fluids through my sister. So it's really some sick shit going on. With me, yeah. uh, they're whittling me down with the weapons. I'm going to tell you what, they're really hitting my joints. They are, municipalities are perping me, which means I cannot legally get what I'm due, like my social security disability, I can't work no more and they won't give me my money. I didn't get a proper retirement because doctors will perp me and I'm disabled, but they won't sign off and say it so I can get a higher retirement. So I'm also being blocked, you know, all of my social benefits that I'm entitled to and worked for all my life. Right. Yeah. Uh, Occasionally, occasionally with the, they first had me, um, when this first happened, again, 2013, they had me so bad that I had, I developed, which I've never had in my life, a stuttering problem. It was less for speech, but whatever they were doing to my speech, it, it was stuttering. And I, and I just kept looking at myself and said, never, I never had a speech impediment, is that what it's called? Now, I've worked that out, and I've told everybody on the call since we've had the podcast, if you will either... Teach yourself to play. This helps. This helps your speech now. Watch foreign films because it makes your brain have to read the notes. Uh, listen to you know, preferably music before I don't know 1970 film. Play cards or chess. It slowed me down and it almost connected. Whatever my speech pattern was better. It slowed down a lot, and that's moved out by I would say by 2016. I'm speaking now pretty much as as if I did before I was targeted. But I still have little glitches. And I can be in mid-sentence and they can blank me where I forgot what I was saying, what I just said, and what I'm going to say. And that frustrates me. Okay, I'm still kind of upset with that. Yeah, that is very frustrating. 
It's I very frustrating, especially. <laughs> okay, that bothers me very much because I am a woman very much that prided myself on being crystal clear when I communicate. So when you met, really, I'm a woman that's hurt by this. When you mess up my communication, it bothers me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before that, I was very, very clear, very candid, very blonde. Okay. <laughs> And when they have you yeah, stuttering and forgetting well, they what they mess, what, they, what it is is they mess with you on what it is that you're good at. You know what I mean? And um so it uh, I think that a lot of this is motivated by jealousy. And um so like if they think that you were better at something than them, then that's what they start attacking you about. I've noticed, honestly, and I, I'm really curious with all of this uh diplomat headline stuff that's going on right now, if we mm-hmm. are gonna be able to have these tests done that the diplomats have had done, because they're proving brain damage in these people. And in my own experience lately, especially, I'm noticing that I'm I'm losing a lot of vocabulary. And I'm curious um, if I actually have brain damage at all. You know, I mean, this has been 24 hours a day. I'm coming up on the start of year seven. So I'm very yeah, I know concerned. Mm-hmm. I will not. And a lot of TIs even my cancer, you know. And I've had cancer yes, they before, do. so that's concerning mm-hmm. too, and it's just bad. And, no, and you know, just like you mm-hmm. said about um, your social security and everything, that's kind of how it is for me on uh, welfare and things. I'm not able to get exactly blocking us for all our social programs and I've paid in the system. So a lot of times I'm you know what I mean, I am looking at them saying that this is not a bum, this is not somebody that's stuck from the system. I folks since I was sixteen years old. I got my last printout from SSI uh I in two thousand twelve. Do you know I've worked in a system thirty three point five years and fifty seven years old? Wow. And do you know that hearing that that judge still said I could work fast work fast food, my joints hurt, my feet are flatter to the point I have no arches anymore, but, but I'm, I have tar- carpal tunnel, but I'm supposed to get up there and work some, I pass somebody a hamburger or something like that. Um, you know, just insulting. This is how this is how they do us because they want to make sure we're really, really broke so you can't have or do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A lot of times well, we need a little... We, we need money makes the world go <laughs> I know. I'm with you. I it's uh I've been a broke joke for a while. I've been homeless for a, a couple of times actually. And um I mean I this week has been a rough week for me, but I mean I was facing it this week I still might be, you know, but it's just a train wreck in Tampa, Florida right now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And you try to laugh, you know, it's not funny at all, but... Um, it's, it's not funny, ha-ha, Sailor. It's not funny, ha It's not funny, ha-ha. It's just funny irony, uh, frustration, hurt, you know what I'm saying? Not- yeah, yeah, most certainly. Last last Saturday, my V2K um, said there's going to be uh, somebody in the parking lot that's going to kick your ass. And so I'm the type of personality. I'm like, okay, well, let's see. 
Well, I go outside, and my two neighbors that I had on Facebook Live attacking me, um, she actually was getting her kid out of the car. I didn't say a word to her. They started piping at me automatically. And she actually went and put her kid inside and come out and started swinging on me. I'm like, you are crazy freaking people. They thought that because there was two of them and there was one of me that they were going to kick my ass outside. I ended up dropping one of these chicks. And, uh, Did everybody just hear that? Really Shayla was physically... You know, everyone uh, listening, the pick up what... Everyone right now, sorry to interrupt. One second, everyone listening, please pick up what Shayla is putting down. Binding her own business, she was physically assaulted. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is how yeah. far they're going. That's not come the back. first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not my, my perps get aggressive. Very, very aggressive. And they physically act, aggressive. And, I mean, not these people, I mean, have come at me with a group of like 12 people before. These same neighbors oh, no. that I'm That's a mob. About. Yeah, oh yeah, that's how they are. But they've that's been moving too. I actually, I turned them into CPS. I'm not ashamed to say it. After that, I don't blame you. you. I don't blame Yeah, I'll turn them in. I don't blame they you. Do, I, that's I don't blame you. Dangerous. And you know, it's funny because it is. Um, they fight amongst each other too. It's not just with me. So, I mean, these people are out mm. in front of the apartment fist fighting with each other and they're violent. And so, exactly. Um, so I, mean, I honestly don't feel safe even stepping out of the apartment. I And they live downstairs. So, I feel like they're going to jump out at me or my kids. I have two kids also. And um, so, in fact, the night where there was like 12 to 16 people, I had them on Facebook Live, um, some of the incident anyway, um, they one of the guys said, I'm going to come back for you, bitch. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you know? I don't think you know who you're talking to. <laughs> it might be a little white yeah. girl, but I'm scrappy, you know? <laughs> And uh, they tried to tag team me last Saturday, and that did not work. And uh, this is day three of them moving this week. So I think that hopefully they'll learn their lesson, you know. But it's one of those things, like, not everybody can do that, though. You know, I don't encourage people to just go and punch somebody in the face. That's not what happened with my situation. You know, and uh, no, uh, I was you're actually self defending. <laughs> exactly, really self defending. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? And we all have to accept a lot of these perps are criminals and they they are dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I take it, Shayla, no help. Uh, um, in your vicinity, did your law enforcement help you in this matter or not at all? I didn't even call them. I know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to say, law enforcement ain't done nothing. And a lot of them are in collusion. I've had a lot of incidents, yeah. And, um, you know, they don't really mess with me. You know, they don't mess with me, but they don't help either. So what's the point of it? Although it is beneficial to have those police records, I will say I've I've got a nice collection building. 
you know. Um, Actually, you're fortunate because I've been refused them. You're very lucky to have pleaded that they took a report. You're very lucky. Yes, well, yeah. I have not gotten all of them. You know, so I, I do understand where you're going with that. A lot of these police officers won't even file the uh, event log or the call log, whatever they call it, you know, the police report. If that police officer that responds to the call doesn't fill out the paperwork, then there's nothing on, on record, you know. And um, that happened to me in um, the very beginning of my targeting. On day two was the first time I called Largo Police. And uh, okay. Officer Baldy responded. And uh, he also responded again on day four of my targeting, on September 26, 2012. He did not write police reports, those two, those two incidents. Well, it wasn't mm-hmm. until August... Uh, first or second of 2013 where I actually went down to Largo Police Department and I turned this nurse in for stalking me um, that uh, Officer Baldy even admitted to being at my home. So thank God uh, that I had the police report from 2013 with Officer Tran Uh, where they actually, he contacted, I didn't know for sure if the state prosecuting attorney's office even received my letter. I sent them a nine-page letter about this, um, nine months into my targeting. And that officer from Largo Police Department contacted the state prosecuting attorney's office and got a copy of that letter and attached it to the police report. So there's like a whole bunch of things that are pointing, you know, thankfully that I have. Um, I actually have that letter March received by the state attorney's office where I was talking about how this all started at the beginning. And I listed facts that they cannot deny. And the only thing right now that's hurting me on that letter is that they're letting time go by. Well, I was talking about accounts then that they were hacking into. Well, over the course of time, you don't have access to that data anymore, you know. And uh, so I think it's negligence on Largo Police Department's uh, behalf. Everything that has happened ever since my targeting started and ever since I've turned this in, you know, um, I've had a knife wound, I've had my face broken, I mean, I just got into a tussle on Saturday, you know, and I've just, I've been arrested. Um, They uh, sent me up on street theater, same neighbors that started the targeting. Um, I was walking to the bus stop and dropped my kids off and walking back and I was talking with one of the neighbors, well, this woman named Latasha McGarry like right right behind me and I know she's part of the problem you know and um, Mm -hmm. I start piping something like and this is federal crimes no statute of limitations you know she starts talking to me and it was like on from there and she actually was pushing a stroller okay that's what these people do they hide behind their children and then um, she stepped out from behind the stroller and punched me five times in the face. Not a joke. I punched her one time, grabbed her by her hair, and by her head, I dropped her to the ground. 
And it was like all in a matter of maybe 10 seconds that this went down. And she actually told the police that I tried to hit her baby, that um, I was shaking the stroller, you know, and they like fabricate stories that are completely untrue to try to, they will do anything that they possibly can to mess with you. That woman got a temporary restraining order, okay? And so um, 10 days in Florida, you have to go to court. It's normally around 10 days later um, that you go to court Mm -hmm. over the temporary restraining order to see if it goes into a a more permanent deal, you know? And um, they denied her. (laughs) They denied her. Yeah. Um, that's how obvious it was that she was a liar, you know, and, um, she actually tried to have me arrested twice that week. Um, one time I was at uh, circle K with my kids and I was getting a Mountain Dew, not a joke. I was not even messing with these people. And I come out and, uh, my daughter is like, mom, there's Jared. I'm like, oh, okay, because I don't know anything about these people at this time, you know. And uh, But my daughter knew because our kids are the same age. And so as we're backing out, I grab my phone and I take a picture of the car. I go home. It's not even five minutes from that Circle K and park. And not a joke, probably 10 minutes later, Largo police shows up. She was not in the car. Her kids were not in the car, but because Jared was in the car and she lives with Jared, she tried to have me arrested. I did nothing wrong. And the second time I stepped into my driveway, I stepped out of my home into my driveway. Not a joke. We are neighbors. And she, because my ex was there, that's the only reason I didn't get arrested. (laughs) So these people are really tricky. You know, they are, and I, I've, uh, in, yes, you do, because also uh, many of us in this community uh, have no prior, you know, records. They will try with slander to give us criminal records. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, most certainly. They, um, they, you know, they want to make it straight, but also, I yeah. got in trouble over pot in Missouri, like a really small amount of pot. That was the only criminal history that I ever had. You know, oh, well. now there's rumors that I'm a prostitute and I am a meth head and none of it's true, um, of course, you know, typical TI story, but um, yeah. it comes back around. What I'm actually learning, though, about these perps is that um, mm-hmm. what they're making up about me is their own truth. The more oh, yes. I oh, yes. Past, and I don't know how your public records are in everybody's cities, but definitely be familiar if you have online records that you can access about your neighbors, whether it's property taxes, anything like that. Know who your neighbors are if you're a TI as much as possible. Um, because of online public records, I've been able to kind of keep track of these people, and they've been getting in a lot of trouble. So it's really good. Your neighbor. I never knew that before. Um, I looked under the register for like sex offenders. Shayla, there's a lot. They move a lot of um, sex offenders around up up 
good portion of the targets. But I never thought to uh, check out their real estate. That's a great idea. What would those real estate records really show you? You know what I mean? Their names or their credit or what they own or what? Some resources that I use a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Whitepages.com. Um, It might not always be up to date, but you're still going to be able to kind of build a timeline, especially if you know Mm -hmm. their names or whatever, or their addresses. Um, And so you got to be careful, though. You don't want to start stalking people, you know, so people are going to use their better judgment and, and understand, you know, if this all goes to a courtroom or whatever, you don't want to look like you're stalking them, too, you know. Um, but uh, right. in, in Pinellas County and in Hillsborough County, Florida, um, they both have their circuit clerk uh, online systems. And you can go uh-huh. and actually search their uh, probate, uh, traffic, uh, criminal, and civil records uh-huh. all, you know, online. So... Definitely look into your circuit clerk and see if they're online and if you can access the court records there. I learned, I keep tabs on them. These guys, my perps are in a lot of trouble. Uh, one of them was just arrested on a felony like a couple of weeks ago, uh, meth possession. So I uh, another one who's her sister, the family that started all of this, her sister mm-hmm. um, has a, a warrant out for her arrest. She lost custody of her kids and hasn't been paying her child support. And I only know this because of public records. Um, Which, again, is not stalking when you're either, you know, on your personal laptop or at the library. You, you know what I mean? Public records. You're not breaking any laws. And when you mention your little about with Missouri, I want to let you know, you know, at the end of the month, we're trying to connect and go back to California. My sister's already routing it. We got into uh, false arrest and rolled for money going through Missouri on our way to Chicago when we first got tagged in 2013. So she looked at me. She goes, any route but avoid the state of Missouri. I'm not going through there anymore. Uh, so um, they also... What city? Uh, we were just going outside, approaching St. Louis, and I'll tell you exactly where they arrest us. Do you ever heard of Clayton County with a C, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N? Clayton County. Because six yeah. months later, they have us drive back on false uh, traffic. Something like we sped and interfered with a police officer, and then it's like a... a uh, it's like a shakedown there. They'll uh, they'll divvy down the ticket all the way down to loitering, but they still want some money. The traffic court was like a it was a shakedown. It was horrible. It's corrupt. That's where we were, and I knew we got weird, but I felt like they drove us a long time. Where were we going to get arrested? We're looking at each other. Because we're out near the I-44. What are we, my sister took look at me and she goes, why are we going to? We didn't know at the time. They'll take you to specific jails or courthouse that's a part of the targeting system. You know what I'm saying? That's in the city. Yeah, it's sort pretty of dirty over there. You know, there's a lot of dirty cops. It sounds like you were around Eureka. Something like that. Um, I'm not the sure. Clayton County, yeah. you know, because as I moved, it was horrible. Shayla, and I'm still making sure all the documents, I'm folding that up. I still kept that. That was a shakedown. Then the towing was $300 a day, something crazy. 
yeah. We had to get our, uh, we had to get up. Uh, they separated our cars. They tossed their cars and our things all together. Someone ate some kind of lunch, rotted fruit thrown among my neatly packed clothes and everything. It was ugly. They were ugly. And you know we were just about mm, four or five hours from Chicago. So close to our destination. You know what I'm saying? My sister looked yeah. at me firmly. No Missouri. I said, no, no Missouri. And uh, by our being African-American, everyone had had a racial undertone. Well, all of it did. I think they'll put this whole program, they'll pick out whatever you are. If they hate women, they'll be down on women. If they hate African-Americans, you're going to have, you know, the the worst, you know what I mean, subversives. They hate us. It was just everything's off the chain. Anti-life is my opinion. But really, it's all of all of that combined in this jambalaya. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, they are miserable. They are miserable. Frowning and scowling. Shiva, it was off the hook because I looked at him. I said, That's what scared me how his face was going through changes. When you're out there on that road and they try to get you out of your cars, everyone, and they've got guns and they sent us, they're supposed to be a dog to sniff things out, trying to accuse the powder tide as cocaine. And I just kind of looked at him. I said that I, when I make that turn, it spilled all over my clothes. If it was drugs, wouldn't I be, um, isn't that sloppy? It doesn't. And I said, taste it. Doesn't it taste like soap? Or <laughs> it was horrible. They sent the sniff dog that looked like it missed a few meals. It was so cold and skinny. It was a shakedown. All the way yeah. around, they got at that point over a thousand dollars off my sister and I, and then we had to come back in less than six months and divvy down those tickets. So I'll tell everybody: if you can avoid the entire state of Missouri, do not drive through that bitch. Okay? Oh, they yeah. hate everybody. Yeah. It's a it's a it's just rolling kind of state. I grew up in Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, as a teenager, and I mm-hmm. whenever I moved back. Missouri in 2014 after my targeting started it was awful like the whole time I was down in yeah. Florida I was like oh those people they'll, they'll back me they'll never back this you know and then I get there and it was complete opposite I was devastated you know and the local police knew about my targeting um, I had uh, Camden County Sheriff speaking about my targeting Miller County Sheriff speaking about my target and Missouri State Highway Patrol. And I have it all documented. They all know about it. This is not a joke. Now, I don't think that they go out of their way to harass me or cause me problems. I really don't think that. But I think that they are very much aware of a lot of the TIs and their situations. I Honestly, I feel like law, local law enforcement has their hands tied. There's somebody that's higher up that's telling them they cannot do anything to help us. And, uh, yeah, that might be true. I, I think because uh, sometimes we can confuse it that they're in collusion, but a lot of times I think you, I think they've been kind of told man down, man down. You know what I mean? Which is which is stupid because when they don't, when this thing busts open, there it's going to appear as if what. 
this country is lawlessness. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, they're all negligent. They are exactly. Negligent. They are responsible for every single shooting, every death that has happened. I mean, people are committing suicide. They're murdering others. This is serious. People are dying. Oh, and somebody is responsible for this. You know, there's going to be accountability. They're going to be, there's going to be justice one day. And when that happens, we're going to start seeing a lot of perps committing suicide and overdosing and things like that. I pay attention in my local news to the murder suicides, all these shootings that are going on. Pay attention to that. The perps are starting to kill each other because they won't stop. (laughs) They are. They are. People are going to go to jail if they don't stop doing what they're doing. So, um, in um, targeting, I think that they're ratting each other out. <laughs> you know? I think they are. Um, uh, I think that they're more collateral damage than the target. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? well, they're more collateral. They, I think they, they, they lie to each other. Who are they? Li- who are they really gaslighting? Who are they really lying to? And they hate it whenever the victim, the TI, starts talking that. Because, I mean, they can't handle the truth of that. They start thinking about it, and it's like, well, shit, they are lying to me. What the hell? <laughs> you know? What do I get myself involved in? You know? And um, that always, uh, there's never a better day whenever I see a perp get their karma. Oh, man. Everybody on the planet hears it. <laughs> you know? And um, I, it really, it's going to happen, I think, a lot sooner. If we can all just like try, and I'm the I have the worst temper. It's hard for me sometimes because I'm so close. I know I can prove this in a courtroom, 100%. There is not a doubt in my mind about that. And I'm not, I gotta get in that courtroom. I gotta get in exactly that exactly. I'm not. And I hope um, that they're um, plugging away. I don't know more personally, but Targeted Justice has mentioned that, you know, that uh, uh, class action lawsuit. When, um, and, in fact, uh, that would be great uh, or singularly for a right courtroom. Because this is starting to uh, get a little too sloppy, Shayla, that it's, it's got to come out. And, see, I'm worried about the combative, though, that we're getting from the low-level boots-on-the-ground perps because that means the uh, the higher, you know what I mean, handler and above, that means they're getting nervous. They don't want to be exposed now. Nobody wants to go to jail over this. But they all should because it's crimes against humanity. See, these are war crimes. But, but like my sister, I keep telling her all the time, this B2 case she hears, everyone, this is a weapon of war. Okay, these are subversives. This is terrorism. These are crimes against humanity, which which I wanted to push it that way because there is no what? Statute of limitations. And if it's seen that way, they can then have a bounty and be hunted the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Well, see, they don't realize that... Um, they're actually setting their own selves up. If you think about the law of the land, okay, they are actually the terrorists. And so that being said, they they are like really vulnerable. Uh, they're more vulnerable to invasion of privacy from the government than we are. And I think that's kind of part of the ploy 
from the higher ups. Because if these people are doing this to us, then how are they going to defend themselves when it happens to them? You know, and whenever they are coming out as terrorists, um, the uh, the uh, government has the legal right to bug them and do all kinds of stuff. Um, they actually do. They actually do. You know what I mean? Anything like that. Now, um, Sheila, when you got active in the uh, PI community, um, because, again, you played like my little, younger sister, Lil, with the voice to skull, and it is getting on my nerves, by the way, because I know what I see what they, she lives through. It's the most heinous, you see, because you can never, like, click off, shut the door. The voices just go nonstop, okay? So I think it's the most evil. They'll never shut up. Um, do you feel that some shielding or countermeasures, have they helped or not really? I haven't been able to really afford them, to be honest with you. Uh, majority of my targeting, I've, I've been homeless. And so um, that's been always an issue. Money is always an issue, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Are you a um, so black so mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Are you blacklisted? Do they try to block you from getting jobs? I I don't have too bad of an issue getting the job. It's the, uh, oh, no, not getting gang-stalked at the job. That's the problem. And, um, oh, okay. So, Workplace mobbing. Yeah, I've gone, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, bad. I have a lot of documentation about that, too. I mean, I've, Me too. I, I even worked Me too. at a, um Applebee's, you know, and um, the $400,000 salaries, they don't mess with me. <laughs> they don't. It's like yeah. they know who I am. It's weird and kind of paranoid to say that, but um, everybody, like the lower level management, it always seems to be like the 9 and $10 an hour managers, you know, that are the involved uh, party, you know, and starting some ish at work. But um, the higher-up managers and all of that, they don't really seem to get too involved. I did, I worked at an Applebee's, um, or not Applebee's, but a Ruby Tuesday, and I had the GM there uh, her actually be involved in my harassment. But that was, off the top oh, of my God. head, that's the only actual restaurant that I've worked in, like a restaurant chain with my bosses, mm-hmm. where an actual GM harassed me, you know. Um, I had a, a workplace in Missouri, it was a marina, where they did, where the GM harassed me. But, yeah, most of the time it's the lower levels, you know. And uh, hmm. they don't care. They don't care about getting fired. <laughs> it's just so dumb. So that means if they don't care about getting fired, what they're getting paid to do this is higher than, you know, the risk. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Well, Someone's I, make, they're making money. Situation, I just think these people are really dumb. I don't think that they understand the consequences of what they're doing. A lot of them. I really don't. And no, they don't, Sheila. And you know what? I really don't. You know, I'm definitely not going to be the one that, that, you know what I mean, to school them on what they're doing. I want them to fall, fall, and fall, fall, fall. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And they will. They're doing and it. And I wonder. I'm noticing. <laughs> 
You know, okay, that'd be great. And they're so stupid, they don't even know how to have anything in their pocket to pull down the ones that got them in the game. You know what I mean? No insurance on the on the on the higher end guys, which I would always keep. So again, collateral damage. And the props are not too bright. They're not too bright. Wow. Well, they don't you know stop I mean? to think, you know, all the things that they threaten us with, you know, like life insurance, all of that bourgeois that uh, most of the TIs experience as a threat, um, they don't realize that they have that same threat lingering over them, too. And that somebody could be working behind the scenes. I mean, remote neural monitoring, mm-hmm. how are they protecting themselves from this, the, these very devices that they're using against us? That's what I really want well, to know. Sometimes it's almost like my sister say the chatterbox is like a party or whatever in their head. I know uh, when I get straight a little bit more centered in California, we're going to uh, start our episode of The Inventor. Well, we've already started it, but go in working with someone else. Uh, we bought some e-books. What V2K really is, how it was, how it's really done, a uh, new progressive outlook that, that I always like to look into. Um, and divvy down, and there's also a countermeasure program for it. I don't know. We'll lay it out uh, as well as the expense that it requires and see if this is what it really is and how to get rid of it, you know, and uh, because I, I'm going to be searching always high and low because it plagued, you know, my sister and still does, and it, uh, they don't care who they hurt with this and the social systems that it creates. It's a lot of criminality through this. And, yeah. uh, now, it's uh, it's messing up the Does your sister ever see yeah, about her eyes? Yes, she did. Yesterday, we were just uh, all day long. We were in Chicago, actually. Uh, they, I think they perked us with the appointment, but Lillian had ophthalmology. Three people looked in her eyes, Shayla, and yet they said nothing or buy over the counter. Lillian, it seems like she keeps saying she was it bugs or something. She goes, "I'm removing the stuff out of the eyes." Little white things that she said this kind of squares across her eyes but they can also make Lillian see things you know they have that optic nerve of what this really is okay is it like she's already string? saying is it kind of stringy yeah little little strings are coming out mm-hmm. yeah. yes it is. you have you have that too yeah well, I hope you know um Regardless, Shayla, I do have your, um, uh, as long as you remain on Facebook, I'd love to invite you uh, into, uh, you know, to listen in when we start it. Uh, and also uh, everyone listening, too, to review uh, our series about Henry Puahart. I think the, I think that, I think that synthetic telepathy, voice to skull, I think the community has been on a wild goose chase. I was ostracized bringing this up, but I'm going to continue. And the big reason is why I am a very, very simplistic woman in my own right. No one since my sister has heard these voices almost five years ago has been able to give me the who, what, where, when, how. You know, what is this? How is it laid out? How are they able to do it? Can it be cured? Can it be removed? You know what I'm saying? I've heard the Fry effect. I'm not sounding that. Uh, Jose Delgado, that's all cool and everything. But, 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 how does it get into the community? How is it done? 
how is it really delivered? What is it? I have heard nano, you know, technology. What are the properties in it? You know, that's like having a green shirt. And, you know, once I'm going to break it down, it's a green cotton shirt. It's a green rayon cotton. You know, nobody really broke it down. It's like we're on this big maze. You know what I'm saying? And as I always speak about, um, I'm going to do a break. I heard Project, uh, what's it called, MK Ultra. We all know about it. That's cool. But they've been hiding Project Moonstruck, which Robert Duncan worked in the CIA. It came out in 1953. He worked there. He never mentioned it. You just read the abstract, and it's all about remote torment. It is the pattern of B2K. Well, and also, uh, Stargate mm-hmm. is interesting, too, for the uh, whole remote neural monitoring uh, yeah, she brings that up. The author actually brings that up, the Stargate conspiracy. That's brought up into it, too, as well as the remote neuromonitoring, even with the V2K devices. It hijacks all five senses and then takes the, uh, a, a, a freebie, the sixth sense. That's where all that paranormal comes in, because I know my sister was first feeling that, and I look at her. What can I say, Shayla? We're black, okay? Do you believe in that shit? Is it those planes? And then she thought about it. She said, something's up. And it's the paranormal sixth sense. They're able to manipulate that. Because at one point, we did see something kind of phony with a bunch of black cats or the chiming. They did the chirping birds in California. And definitely the airplanes. She kept, you know, the, the helicopters flying up. Something was kind of cheesy about it. Set up. Yeah, they, you know what I'm saying? They like to make it themselves really obvious. You know exactly. And you know, it's like, yeah, Sheila reminded me of being a kid, Girl Scouts, hootie owls, hootie owls. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh well, everybody sees me doing this to you, and you still can't do anything about it. No. And and then I'm going to keep rallying you up emotionally, so I'll have you in the corner all scared and about to kiss the rug and the carpeting and obsessed with Pookie or Boo-Boo, the corner perp. This is bigger than just our immediate perps. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't keep pointing to that pyramid for no reason. I know what a pyramid is. The higher it goes, the more money, the more power. I know that. Yeah. In the field, yeah, there's a lot of different things that come into play in, in our targeting. You know, I'm noticing mm-hmm. that a lot of people are targeted for a lot of different reasons. But uh, one thing that most of us do have in common is that um, a, a lot of us are really spiritual or we're clairvoyant or have an ESP. You know, there's something a little bit different. We have like a little more of like a... Uh, spiritual sensitivity, I think. And um, one thing that I'm uh, I'm starting to really, really wonder about is whether or not God is an actual frequency. I think that that is one of their goals. I think God might actually be a hackable frequency. And I know that sounds crazy, Um, but um, they always say the greater vibration... 
Mm-hmm. Well, I know one thing. Uh, I'll, no, no, I'll keep that open. That's something for all of us, you know, to think about. Really, no, to think about. I know one thing. They they brag that they held their Satanists now in my sister's head, but they get all scared and weird when we pull out the Bible and read precept by precept. I'm not playing. I'm, I'm not playing. And uh, they get all, you know, and that's the first thing I keep saying, for them to be all, you know, with this technology and love, hail, Satan and all that, there's some scary motherfuckers, actually. What's, what's up? You know, I just want to know, what's up? Do you, does he, do you have the power or not? You know what I'm saying? And they're brainwashed, too. You know what I'm saying? These ideal, I think you're right, highly spiritual, which she is, and then a songwriter. And then we were ostracized from a neighborhood in Los Angeles. How dare you sing about him, God? In our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't like it. And um, they they try, I honestly have noticed in my targeting experience that a lot of them try to put on a facade that they are uh, Catholics or Christians or just religious people. Not It's not just one religion. There's a, a lot of different religions that are involved. They, and one, yeah, because the religious aspect of all places kept coming out in Los Angeles. Because one even kept saying, and this is what I interpret. I said, you don't interpret the Bible. I looked at them from in, in the midst of all the targeting. I had my miniature Bible with me. I said, and there, and you have to understand, we're all on different roads, but we're all headed for. Uh, we're still destined to go to heaven. I said, no, 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 there's not that many roads. He said, what did you say? I said, there's not that many roads. It, it, it isn't, you know. Um, you just get an alignment. They have some weird ideologies, that's what I'll say, philosophies, very, very unusual philosophies. And you're right, many of them will masquerade that they are, you know, I just kept hearing it all the time in Los Angeles, I'm so spiritual, and I'm like, spiritual in what? You know what I mean? And, And what? I see a lot of confusion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my targeting brought out a lot of, uh, uh, well, it didn't bring it out. It really just, like, exacerbated it. I can't even say that word right now. <laughs> exacerbated it. But, um, I, can't, I, I still can't say that word. You know what I'm trying to say. But, um, that's the anyway, shit. I know so, what you're talking uh, about. That's the shit I'm talking uh, about. You know? Oh, yeah, and it, that's becoming a huge problem for me. I can't talk. I'm losing my vocabulary really bad. But um, and, anyway. And, and doesn't it bother you, Shayla, when you know before this I had a high vocabulary? See, they really know how to hurt us. Yeah. Well, I was actually published in a book for the first time when I was in third grade. I know that's silly, but and so oh, really? Like spelling cool. and things like that. Oh, yeah. And so they're doing it on purpose. I wherever that part of my brain is, I honestly I think that a scan would probably show brain damage. Um, mm-hmm. But they're and I'm curious if they ever sit there and process, you know, the long term effects of these type of technologies. They don't even care at all. Um, I don't think No. It's, it's, you know, I think Dr. Kack and Horton mentioned all of this shit is just junk science. That's about the only thing I said I think it is. It's, it's, it ain't going yeah. nowhere. 
It ain't going nowhere. It's but, uh, really ridiculous, and it's crimes against humanity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh and uh, like I was saying, you know, whenever my targeting started, I had weird things happen, really weird things, and I didn't know um, what it meant. But now I do. And, like, one one week, in a one-week time span, if you Google 10 signs from God, <laughs> I am not kidding <laughs> one bit. I had every single thing happen. And this, this is within, like, the first probably three weeks of my targeting. So, I mean, I was freaking out. And I think they do that to you on purpose. You know, I don't know if that was God or my purse, okay? But my response to it was, I think, what the goal was. And, um, I mean, even one time I saw purple and green in the floor. And that is so weird. You know, I don't know that that necessarily has anything to do with God, but I've had really weird shit happen to me. And uh, so... I. I it can't. I have synchronicity a lot in my targeting. I don't know if you do or not, but uh, I see a lot of hearts for some reason, and I see numbers. Um, I see uh, nine twenty-two, eleven twenty-two, and then two twenty-two a lot. And um, so I even predicted one time um, in May of two thousand and thirteen with two twenty-two. I listen to a lot of different types of music, but for some reason, Rick Ross was stuck in my head, uh, being uh, room 222, you know, riding on 22s, and it was stuck in my head. Well, um, also, uh, I worked for, I was a property manager in Clearwater, Florida, of a, a 81-room property. And the gentleman who owned it, his wife owned the Holiday Inn Express next door to it. And she also owns another property in St. Petersburg, Florida. Well, um, that kept coming into my head. And I don't know why, I reverse searched her address of that property and come to find out there was a prostitute there that was busted in room 222. And I'm for sure, that this person is involved in my targeting. It was really weird how it all went down and the timing of it, you know. But um, I have weird weird shit like that happen to me all the time. Like, I predict stuff. But um, the 922, that's the day that my targeting started. That's also uh, the two-year anniversary of my ascending cola being taken out, or when my targeting started, my mom's ex-boyfriend, that's his birthday. Uh, my mom and my sister, both their birthdays are 9-11, okay? And mine's uh, November 22nd. So uh, we always did like 9-11-22 as our family passwords on stuff whenever I was a kid, you know? And uh, all of that stuff keeps coming back. And I don't know why. Kind of creepy. <laughs> it's very creepy. It's I know bad things are going to happen. When I start seeing those numbers, I know I better be careful that something bad is going to happen. And it's guaranteed every time it happens. Mm. Never wow. Fails. That uh, That is. 
Um, but I like your so whole philosophy, Shayla. I, you know what? I I do like your philosophy um, about you know we don't want to get physical because remember it's all a mind game. They want to get you in the crazy house or jail. We all know that. You guys, especially New Jacks, you know that. Don't go for that. Don't walk into the you know a trick bag, as I always put it. Don't walk into that. That's too or get you angry when you'll go off. I don't care if they're, you know, clamming, you know, pots and pans at 3 a.m., you know what I'm saying, take an aspirin, shut a couple of doors, you know what I'm saying, if it's warm where you live, put a fan on, anything, drowse yourself back to sleep because they all want to see us react emotionally, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's what, you know, it's, they're here to just ruin our lives and hopefully ruin our lives before this program gets exposed so they can have us comfortably locked away. That way we'll be no threat. We're a threat right now, just simply being free and activism and try and attempting all we can do to expose this program. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Now, I'd like to see the community, Shayla, get, you know, a little bit more uniform of all the crimes that are going there. But we don't really want to seem to get about that. You know what I'm trying to say? I can understand the weapons, you know what I mean, and and the contract stalking, organized stalking, gang stalking, whatever you want to call it. But there's other crimes they're doing, and that's, you know... Well, in fact, Sheila, we're going to come back and take a short one-minute break, okay? And then we're going to wrap it on up, okay? Give me a second here. We'll do an interlude, everyone, and we'll be right back. Hey, you're at Lawrence Talk Show. That's right. Come on, New Jack. Who are we? Mainly from the big cities. That's right. Yeah, all women have attitudes. Our men have class. We're nobody's fool, but we've been tagged. Oh, they're doing a lot of things that we're keeping game to. Asset stripping, sex trafficking, drug trafficking, organ trafficking, antitrust, inheritance, identity theft. Oh, we're swirling the criminality. Yeah, you know what? Show me the drugs, or you're going to find our dealers and addicts. But start chasing the money trail. You don't know who is a part of that. I don't care if they're lawyers, doctors, judges. They're just a well-dressed. Join me back here on Talk Show. Hey, come on. The 12th of September, that's Wednesday evening at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Keep the date and time safe, and we're breaking it down. Another prelude before, further in the fall. You can read three chapters on smashwords.com. The Radiohead Protocol. Get the real progressive deal on B2K. What it is and how it's really laid out. Come on, I'll, I'll even give you a freebie. Remote chemical vapor deposition. You've been implanted, all right. But it is not the shit they're telling us. Oh, come on and get the truth. Let's get back on the other side of the break with Miss Sheila Adon. And battling and combative perpetrators in our community. Thank you, Sheila, for a minute. And uh, we're going to keep continuing before we wind down. Now, uh, if you can hang tight for some Q and A to ask you some questions, Sheila. And your best advice: uh, What is the first thing you think about when you are faced with a combative 
aggressive perp that actually got physical with you even a week ago. Physical with you. The first thing that I thought was just to get her to the ground. I tackled her, you know, and to protect uh, yourself because control her pretty much, yeah, because I mean, she even, uh, after it was all over, was coming up and beating on my door or whatnot. She was grabbing uh, things to hit me with. I mean, she even hit me with her kid's toy. <laughs> a joke. So, um, Why just get her uh, to the ground. And that was after I let her up that she did that, too. So she kept on after I let her back up. And uh, so my my number one thing is try and control the person. If you think that you can actually tackle the person and get them to the ground, and if, if they're hitting you or coming at you, try and control them however you can. You know, you have to defend your person, definitely. Yes, you do. And, uh, yes, you do, because you know you, We do. Yeah, we do. You do. We do. I do. Too, because, like, there was two people... I mean, that could have really gone bad, you know. Uh, yes, um, it could. Yeah, yes, right. it could. And so, for God's uh, sake, Sheila, you're also battling the V2K, plus you're a mother trying to raise your own children. The last thing you want to do is be in jail for some, you know, knucklehead. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That is exactly the truth. And, um with the, you know, you just got to be careful of street theater. Thank God, though, I have enough documentation where I can prove that that specific apartment has been harassing me for a while. You know. Oh, yeah. Thank um, God for that. Otherwise, I would not be feeling confident, you know. So um, that's the thing. You got to make sure that your your ass is covered. And that if you do have something like that happen, that you can defend yourself in a courtroom, too. And so it kind of goes hand in hand. It does. And I really would like to say the first thing you said at the early part of the interview is, uh, Sheila, I wish our community would have chapters. See, that all strengthens us. You know what I'm trying to say? Most certainly. That that they know as a a group we mean business. Yeah, well, people were connecting with those groups. That was amazing. They were like, hey, anybody here from Texas? And people would respond. It's kind of neat, you know. And oh, it people want to get more involved and try and start uh, meeting up locally. Um, that would be amazing. we got to get out there. And like, Eventbrite is an amazing source of information it's election season, you know, and right now they have a lot of events where people can get out and meet the candidates. You know, they can go have coffee with people running for office, and there really is no better time than now with these headlines that are being made for us to buddy up. And so, like Tampa, I know there's probably at least 14 TIs here. And they're not active. None of us are meeting up. Um, I've been kind of difficult the past few weeks. I've been, been had it kind of rough, but you know, I'll get back into the mm-hmm. swing of things and try and meet up with everybody. And I hope to see uh, more involvement um, on a local level, uh, especially after TI Day. You know. Oh and yeah, I, think we yeah. Will. I, I hope it was. 
Oh, I think so, Sheila. I'm very optimistic. I, I really am that everyone will will uh, start grouping because there's strength and unity in numbers. It is, and I like to see the community get over, um, you know, these egos. Uh, rather, you like someone, just pass the information. Uh, I'm learning a lot, even myself. I mean, I'm, like I said, I call myself that all the time, the black, black sheep moderator. But, you know, um, I don't mean anything. Per- I'm just a very blunt woman, you know. <laughs> I'm very blunt. So um, I just want the information and to get this exposed and um, pass on any new and progressive information and stuff. But, uh, and I like to see the group progress like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Everyone has something to bring to the table, and if we just stop all these, the pettiness needs to just, you know, check it at the door. We really do need to just check that at the door and and really stop that because all it hurts is, in my opinion of what I'm going through, the only one that really is getting hurt, it's not me, Shayla, or or my podcast. I'm going to tell you who really is getting hurt. It's it's the younger females that more than likely are victims of sex trafficking and don't know it. They know something's going on, but they don't know it, know it, that aren't steered to my calls or asset stripping or medical fraud or organized crime. You know what I mean? I don't know if it has to do with my sister and I being tagged in Los Angeles or maybe by our being African-American, but this program is quite brutal and blunt to us. So they kind of don't... they don't really hold our hands, coddle us, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm starting to see a lot of criminality, thus connecting with other targets that are feeling those same type of elements around them. Highly, highly criminal. And you know what? And as a community, oh, yeah. they need to be discussed. Yeah. I know they want to keep it like support or maybe you can have a speaker, but you've got to get real after a while because, you know, uh, as they call it, to go positive. I can be positive. I have nothing wrong with that. But when we're starting to deviate from truth, uh, we endanger other people. And it's a little bit too much of yes. our own ideologies, which is positive or negative, but not truth. Wait a minute. Am I being negative because I don't want to bring up human trafficking? But, you know, our president of the United States brought it up in executive orders. It's an epidemic. It really is happening. You know what I mean? As they put it in our backyards, it really is going on. I can't believe that it's making headlines like this right now. I am in shock that they said microwave Mm -hmm. weapons, you know. Yes, yes, they do. I think you have to use that as leverage right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We need to really focus on trying to get a hold of these doctors. Absolutely. I even should be calling these people. We need to contact them together as a unified front. And that is going to matter more than if every TI just starts blowing their phone lines up. You know, and uh, so alongside exactly what you said, working together, being a more unified front, I think that we need to seriously consider a unified approach to these same exact doctors Absolutely. that are coming out. It's very important. I read it. Typed his name. It's very important. I typed his name. And we don't need to be phone calls. We need to be, like you said, formal letters, also getting behind, bringing a CC copy to President Trump. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the, the microwave. Oh, yeah. Happens. Yeah, that's what we need to we do. Uh, many of you identity theft. I've already said it when I worked in a, with Professor Martinez, a 27-part podcast about the legal alien mafia. They're up to a lot. Oh yes, they're up to everything. It is a stronghold in our country. Organized crime is a stronghold in our countries. When you really look down, well, you can see it clearly in the cities, but you got to look a little bit, and it's in your uh, bedroom communities as well. It's a stronghold. You know what I mean? This is my territory. This is my territory. And they do what they do. You know what I'm saying? The name of the game is illicit money. And we follow the money. You're going to be surprised who washes up in that. Okay, well, you know, from carny workers all the way up to, you know, politicians. They follow the money is what I'm saying. No one is above or, or too high above to take dirty money. They'll all take the money. They really will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and the TI targeted intervention program. That is, that's proof, too. You know, that mm-hmm. is proof to our claim that this is going on. And a good example, mm-hmm. my my main people that started this, okay, um, I, mm-hmm. I was Baker-acted on day five of my targeting. I was in, in, under a Baker-act for one week, okay. Whenever I was uh, discharged, I came home. They didn't live there anymore. <laughs> they moved. And um, they actually had gotten approved for HUD housing, and they moved to an apartment in Clearwater. Well, they've moved a lot over the course of time, but now their houses are like $300,000 houses. I'm like, how in the hell are you affording that? Whenever you moved, when you first started my targeting in 2012, it was because you were approved for HUD housing. So how are you in a, in a two or three hundred thousand dollar house now? And then that's gonna really screw them. I have a feeling in a courtroom one day. You know, I'm I'm gonna flat out ask them prove where your income is coming from. They can't. You know. Yes, exactly. And, uh, but so. made illicitly. Yeah. And and it locks them down when you make dirty money like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're lying about their money on welfare applications, on their taxes. They're not paying taxes on that. You know, so there's other crimes that they're committing on top of it. Exactly. And as one caller stressed for the past few weeks, the the Baker Act, Shayla, they're now using that as a way to, to go right into extermination. I did not know the Baker Act. They hold you, and they want to go right into organ harvesting. And after that, to you know, to subsequently kill us. You know, so they're also morphing that. They're turning the hospitals. How did she explain it? She explained the hospitals are totally be turned into jails, prisons, containment type of area. It's very bad what we're going through, and. We're in a very dark program is what I've always been screaming. I'm sorry that it scares or spooks a lot of people. We are in the midst of darkness. But to not talk about it, I feel in my heart, is very, very careless. That's a good word to put it. In the community, not to be truthful, to have some target suffering under whatever. They have, they just feel funny, but something's going on. Not to know that they're now the victim of, of anything, trafficking. And a lot of them are, and they have no idea. There's telltale signs, no idea. But because I don't like you or popularity, we don't pass information out. 
shut down on new progressive ideals of what voice to skull, but technology really is. Want to still keep hearing antiquated stuff, then these talking head PhDs ain't telling you the who, what, where, when, or a scintilla of how to combat and get rid of this. You know what I'm saying? What are they good for? That's not we, really a, a joke. I mean, I don't understand where they're coming from. They have to be getting paid um, to sit here and lie about our medical records and things. You know, I think that the same way that they're getting paid for to write a prescription out on a certain kind of a medicine is the same way they're getting paid, you know, to say, oh, well, yeah. you're, you're <laughs> I'm not so sure that no. this has been a major push. I think a lot of these pharmaceutical companies are very much involved in some of these TIs uh, targeting. I mean, I was watching a video on uh, Seroquel the other day. It was very interesting. It was talking about how it's supposed to be for uh, schizophrenics and bipolar people. And now they're just pushing it on everybody who has even, like, the smallest inkling of depression, you know. And, I mean, they're making billions a year off of Seroquel alone. They were talking about how um, that is like the most prescribed, uh, I can't remember exactly what the statistic was, like the most profitable drug, I think, something like that. But um, yeah, AstraZeneca, I have a feeling for some of these CIs is involved. They're pushing people onto these psych meds. And um, I definitely don't recommend that. That's when we start seeing homicides and all of that. People flip out on these medications. They're very, very bad. Uh, you know, and they are. I always recommend people not to take them. <laughs> no, no, please don't, everyone. Because and then and also remember, stop reading just because they have a fancy tag that they are a doctor. The name of the game is money. Okay, you don't, you know, the days of honest Dr. Welby is over. Okay. I'm sorry, it is. They're going to take the money. They go, I'm telling you, they can be the best dressed cocksucker in the room and they're a trafficker. Or, or bring it down to common term, trafficking means slaver. That's what they are. Okay? And it's nothing new. Human trafficking has been going on since the beginning of time. They just, just this country just found a new way to do it. They've had it too, but they found now a different way to do it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, Shayla, what, uh, closing out before we do some questions and answers, and I'm so glad you came tonight to be on the speaker on our show. What advice right now would you give any of us right now? You know, what keeps you going? Um, well, you know, I, my main thing is I live for my kids. I found out why I am alive. That keeps me going. You know, um, that's very important uh, to know why you were put on this planet in the first place. You know, and uh, that my kids are the only reason why I'm here right now. You know, but um, the best advice that I could give is stay uh-huh. vigilant, document, don't factor, if people factory reset their phones, they're screwing themselves over. You're going to still be a TI. 
get cheap phones by anyone. Put that one in a in a lockbox somewhere off to the side. That is, if if your targeting is going to be over the course of years, that might be your only way to prove internet hacking. And so, um, you know, our phone data only goes back so far, and a lot of these TIs they are they have their accounts hacked. And so don't get rid of your data. Your digital footprints are very vital to saving your life. Um, get SD cards. Back up everything. Um, back up anything that you can. Videos, photos, screenshots, um, any, anything that you have. And carry it in your wallet. Okay, I walk around with 150 gigs on me at all times of my backup. And I mean, whenever mm. it's your life, it's your life. So let's say they arrest me, okay? I uh, everybody on this planet should know that I have SD cards coming out my yin yang going into that jail cell, you know, and or in, <laughs> and getting in booking always. That is because if they take my laptop, if they take my, uh, I have paper backups too. You know, I have backups everywhere, but um, if they start doing dirty deeds, I always have a backup somewhere. Um, wow. People should text themselves, I think. Um, that I, is a big deal for my, my documenting. Um, if somebody stole my cell phone, okay, and something happened where for some god-awful reason I'm needing to subpoena my phone records to prove something I'll be mm -hmm. able to for three years. So um, I, I texted, and I always include the date and the time, too. So, like, let's say I'm at Walmart and there's a chick that's talking shit to me, okay? I, I'll text myself right there while I'm on camera inside Walmart and um, we'll keep the receipt, and I'll take a picture of that receipt, too, you know. And so I don't know how long Walmart keeps their camera footage, but a lot of my own targeting I can prove simply because I knew where I was. There's no way to better prove that somebody is stalking you than just simply knowing what you're doing, where you're at. So... That's what I do. I keep all my receipts. All my receipts. I have one of those vacuum seal bags, and I put mm -hmm. them in uh, Ziploc baggies to protect them. But I kid you not, for six years, you lay them out flat, and they won't take up as much space. You have to keep that shit. You have to know where you're at. So that's the best advice I've got. You know, and Very uh, eventually... Eventually, it's going to accumulate into something that matters. And it was going to, what I did was I had a lot of digital um, photos and videos and things like that. And whatever I could, pictures, um, I would I'd print them out and put a date and like a brief explanation of it at the top. And I actually started putting that into binders. That way, should I end up dead in the street and somebody comes across this, they can actually flip from the beginning of this binder and work through all my binders and they're going to see a story being told of what happened. You know, eventually somebody's going to get in trouble. So, yeah. Anyway, I'll stop babbling. 
I sure appreciate you having me on. Reading my mind, Sheila. I think you're cool as cool in the game, baby. I hope you can. I hope I'd like to have you come back. That is, if you have the time. I know that oh, yeah. uh, you're quite yeah. busy. But interviewing you've been a very cool woman, Sheila. Okay, beautiful. Okay. And uh, on behalf of myself and the New Jack targeted individuals, we really loved you having on the show. You gave us such vital information, and you kept it really real with us, and I, I can really respect that. And uh, if you're well, around a few you minutes, thank you for having me. You've open. been awesome. I'd love to. I would definitely love to come back on. You know, and if you have topics or whatever, you know, I can sit down and write out things also, and. Just kind of, I help however I can. Just let me know. Okay, I will. That was really good. Um, if you can hang tight just a couple of more minutes, Sheila, are you open to some Q&A questions and answers? Yeah, yeah, um, most certainly. Questions from the audience? Okay, I'm going to ask you first. We have the first one on the list, everybody. A question is from area code 909. Go ahead, 909. You are up. Okay, yeah, 909, uh, you're I up. I don't know if you can hear me. Hello? Hi, you have a question for our speaker, Shayla? Okay. Oh, that was a bad. Does anyone else have any questions or comments for our speaker tonight, Shayla? Well, I just, uh, what, uh, I don't know if she, I think she got knocked off, Sheila. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, Sheila, when you said writing some things um, up and stuff, what would you, um, uh, speaking of the voice to skull or the whole um, episode of targeting, would you say? What's your forte, would you say, the most? I can I can talk about anything in my targeting, you know, that, you know, like tonight, for example, you had a topic about aggressive perks, you know, if you ever mm-hmm. want to, uh, come in like voice to skull or, um, you know, what it's like to be gang stalked in Tampa, you know, <laughs> anything. If, if you guys come up with a topic and you want my help, just let me know. I'll help however I can. I would love that because um, they've gotten really, really aggressive, without a doubt, Sheila. Uranus has a question for us. Go ahead. You're unmuted, Uranus. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You sure can. I can hear you. Wow. Do you know who this is? This is Scott. Oh, my God. Scott Roloff. How are you? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm I'm just fine, you know. It's just uh, I I didn't want to miss this one because I was wanting to hear what Shayla had to say. And Shayla, I hope that you're doing all right. Um, I noticed that you took down. You said you took down your your website. What that TIUSA deal? And I, I was wanting to encourage you. You know, don't don't feel discouraged about it. Um. There's always somebody trying to get you to take your content off the internet. They don't want people sharing information. They don't want people talking amongst themselves. You know, so just 
if 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 somebody is is trying to discourage your talking to people, that's a good thing. It shows that you're getting uh, everybody's attention. I want to make sure you know. I like to remind people of that. Thank you. Hey, this is really I, uh, good. You know. Yeah, this I hope really to get good everything that I back online really soon. Yeah, I like it. Um, I hope to get everything back online soon. You know, um, I, my main concern is that database, though. I have to make sure that if I put that back online, that all the TIs are protected. You know, and so um, it sucks that this happened. It's going to be expensive, you know, but... I'm trying to just save the money up as I can, and as soon as I get the money to, I'll I'll put that all back online, you know. And um, I really want to help people. I got to figure out what is my niche for the community that I can focus on specifically. That people are like, okay, we think that that's your niche, Shayla, and and you know that's my deal, and just go to work on it. Um, with TI Day. There was a couple of really good lessons learned, I think. Um, I think that these groups need to really be respectful of each other. That's really important. And it really hurt my feelings, to be honest with you, Scott, that nobody cared at all if I would have had media showing up at my door before TI Day, sending out things that I didn't even know about to the media. That kind of sucked. You know, oh yeah, and so I kind of I know put out there. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, was like one of the things, you know. But we'll get through it, and uh, it was a lesson learned. And I think that uh, people are connecting. That's the main goal. I think that's kind of my niche. I was kind of good at that, you know. Still am. I'm trying to help people connect and. So I, w- I would like to focus on that and figure out how to present that and make sure that everybody's and it's all legal. Well, I'm glad for it. And you are very visible, at least on Facebook you are. And I don't really, I've got a Twitter account, but I don't look at it that much. And, you know, but there are, there are a handful of people who are good at it. And, and uh, you know, don't get discouraged and stay with it. I've learned a lot about it in just the last year. I'm in year 24 of my program. But I clearly need a new approach. Yeah, it's tough. It really is. And I mean, we just, like we said before, we just got to work together. You know, people need to focus on what they're good at. You know, all of these groups aren't good at everything. And I think that That's if we're nice. all trying to take on all these different projects, that it actually waters it down. We need a group focusing on uh, AI communities. We need a group focusing on media. We need a group focusing on connecting people, you know, and they all need to be on the same page working together, but that's just what their focus is going to be. And I think, and that way they're not so broad. They'll, they'll be focused and they'll be able to actually progress faster. So mm-hmm. I noticed that was a dilemma for me with TIUSA. It's like, well, I can do all these different things, but if they're doing all these different things too, people are getting confused. They feel like they kind of got to choose sides. 
you know. Uh, we shouldn't be competing with each other. We should be working together. And so, yeah, I appreciate the comment, you know, the nice compliment, Scott. And it's people like you why I'm still on Facebook right now. I was pretty bummed out a few weeks ago. <laughs> That your guys' encouragement definitely motivating. It's a, it's a so. surveillance website. It's a dirty surveillance website. You no, know? I mean, oh, yeah. it does that. But I have met a few people. I've learned quite a lot about it. One of the things that I have learned is one of the best things you can do is fight back with your own program. If you can do something that hits your your own program in the gut. You're doing something to help yourself and to help to, to help the community. You know, you have to have a lot of focus about that. It's hard to do. My neighbors are dumping cats right now. I'm, I take them to the shelter and I tell them what this is. So I'm delivering tangible physical evidence to law enforcement about my stalking program, and they man, they know all about it. This has been a long, hard road for me with them over here. They really didn't understand this at first, and um, I've been telling I've been telling it to a lot of new people lately. So, and that's that's you know that's what you have to do. You got to keep punching these people. You got to try to get them on the on the run. Yeah, and um, they don't like it whenever you start standing up for yourself. That's for sure. Um, they're, they don't. They're trying and, to pull uh, shit on my well, son lately too. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk to a lawyer this week about that. And I don't know how much it's gonna cost to even, or if they'll even have interest. But I'm. I can prove um, that there's harassment in this neighborhood, and I want to know who that kid was that said that about my son. I think they're harassing him. Oh. Um, yeah, not good. <laughs> not good. I, my son and I were both read our Miranda rights yesterday. He didn't even do anything wrong. He did not yeah, even do anything wrong. He has a week of ISS because he admitted that last year. Uh, he had threatened a student uh, to stab him in the arm or the leg with a pencil. But um, this kid that uh, turned him in was talking about, like, shooting up the school. Not a joke. It was freaking outrageous. And uh, the school security officer um, was trying to get me to uh, sign a consent that they could search our home. Like, what the fuck for? My kid ain't doing anything to you guys. He's not going to shoot up the school. You, you know, I know this about my child. And um, they eventually, the school resource officer came back and was like, this is like this is not going to hold up in a courtroom, pretty much baseless, you know. But it was weird how the school security officer, not the cop, okay, this is a security officer, was trying to get me to con to give consent to coming into our home. So, and I want to know who the accuser was because they were bogus accusations. So, 
that's defamation. They're now they're smearing my son's name at school, pretty much. And so I'm not going to put up with it. I got a stand up kid. That is so strange. It's so strange. Yeah, yeah. It's Things very they're strange. doing in school. I was not outraged about it. Yeah, well, I feel but, bad because there are so many school shootings and things, you know, and I want them to be aware and alert, you know, and pay attention and stuff like that. But something wasn't right about this. This is weird how this shit all went down. The, the SRO couldn't even tell me what the what the accusations were. And so um, it was because the child was all over the place. She didn't, She was bullshitting pretty much. And um, so there's going to be a police report that comes out this week. I'm going to get it. And um, I'm going to try and talk to a lawyer and see what kind of information I can get about um, how to approach the school board about the way that this all went down. You know, they didn't take my child out of class. He's still in class. They never searched his backpack. I mean, they're saying that he's a threat and that he might have a gun, but they never, ever searched his backpack. What's very bad, about 20 miles to the east of us is the Luther School District, Luther, Oklahoma School District. And a few days ago, they agreed that uh, they would allow teachers and staff to have guns in schools. You know, it's like, no, these these people aren't thinking, all right? And then three days later, school started, and the first day, this kid stabs a girl in an assembly and, like, stabbed her, like, 14 times. And she's going to recover. I don't know how badly hurt she is. It's probably pretty bad, though, you know. You take a three or four-inch knife and by that many times they're gonna they're gonna be a while recovering from it if a teacher had had a gun hey they'd probably killed that kid and law enforcement would you would would probably not charge the shooter but you know there are there are parents out in the world and my dad was one of them who really hate teachers and hate schools he's a very brilliant man and he would take it on himself to get even. You know, you're, you're, you're gonna, just, it's, a, it's outrageous what's going on in schools. Give them a raging river of your righteous anger for what they're doing. Make sure you do. I don't have any kids in school, or they'd be hearing from me. Yeah. Well, I want to find out if it was my neighbor's kid. That's proof it. Even further gangs talking. Now they're starting in on my kid. This kid is completely harmless. No shit. And uh, so, yeah, I'll be pursuing that. And these neighbors are really going to be pissed off whenever their addresses get scooted across a school board and across a lawyer's office this week. You know, and I have a lot of video of these people, too. It's going to be really hard for them to deny it. So this is very serious. I want to know who that, who my son's accuser is, and this is why I want to know, because these people are harassing my, me and my family. I've had enough. I'm going to start suing people 
real freaking soon if it doesn't stop. Um, well, good yeah, luck it's a fun deal, the, though, because there are kids that are out there, though, you know, that are threats. Sorry, I didn't hear you. What would you say? I was going to say, I've been around the block with a civil case and a criminal case regarding a couple hundred thousand dollars stolen out of this damn bank account. And it keeps making money, and it's a trust account. The trustee will not give me any accounting. So I'm getting ready to have to go back. And I've had nothing but trouble with lawyers and um, prosecutors. So I'd be very interested in knowing, you know, what, what happens to you. You know, please keep everybody advised. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to have to happen. I don't know what else to do to say, look, enough is enough. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, either. I don't know what else. I'm trying to come up with it's some new ideas though. myself. Well, it's like I was going through my phone tonight uh, before um, Lauren's call started. And, I mean, I even documented in April, um, where was it at? Right here. On April 22nd of this year at 3.42 p.m., my V2K said Lane's a target, word for word, in a female voice. So I have that, you know, documented when they're saying shit like that. And uh, I also, a lot of people's V2K is recordable. Scott, do you have V2K? No, I don't. Thank the Lord I don't. But I I get a lot of other stuff. I'm getting a constant um, Um, electromagnetic signal over here in my house. It's like excruciating. It's been going on for more than 10 years. But I'm in year 24. I get a lot of other stuff. No, I get a lot of theft. I get a lot of tampering. I get a lot of nuisance. Um, and just, I'm about to get into trouble with Social Security and uh, tax authorities over the stupid trust. I can't do my tax reporting. So I may be going to jail soon. You all want to learn anything from me, you better hurry. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's not going to be that that way. It doesn't stop. You should let me come come on sometime. Every direction. I'm sorry. I'm mad. You wanted to come on the show? Yeah, sometime. I met three targeted people, and I had really some adventures with them and I could tell you about that. I won't mention their name. Well, um you don't have to. Um yeah, how does your schedule look? About, well it's any old time you want um, to you want some to... notes about it. Okay. Is Wednesday to... too soon enough for you? Are is Wednesday too well, this Wednesday can you do it or are you busy? Okay, great, everyone. And I'll yeah. also put it on social media, everyone. We're gonna have, and we'll talk uh, with the title, uh, Scott, uh, later. And um, go ahead and Facebook Messenger me. Of course, I'd love to have you on the show. Shayla, I interviewed Scott about two, maybe three times for sure, two times. Wonderful interviewer, Scott. You're wonderful. You know, I, I'm really glad, Shayla, oh, that you came right. on tonight because don't let 
Yeah, don't let some of the knuckleheads, even in this community, turn you off. Keep keep it moving, keep it cracking. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, you know, they can say some things and they think, you know, ostracizing or whatever would punish you. But if we have good information and, and our heart is coming from truth, uh, just keep on moving. You know what I mean? That's really my philosophy, everybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not here to pass yeah, out you know, the Kleenex and, 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 and get into the... Yeah, and get away from that old coddling stuff. You know what I'm saying? Want us to be crybabies all up in the corner and stuff or either sound over phony or professional. Uh-uh, we're going to keep it real, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, which That's is positive, actually. Actually, it is. I can't be phony, Shayla. That's really not in me. I, 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 I really, really just blurt shit out, okay? I'm sorry, but I'm like a four-year-old. I will just say it. Okay. Yeah, so I can't really, I really play too. with all the rest of the kids, <laughs> and I don't fit. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, Everybody doesn't fit. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Everybody doesn't fit. No, no, no. I'm not on these shows to be all coddly and phony with you and stuff like that. I'm, a, I'm gonna be real with it about whatever topic we're addressing. Very real with it. And I will get together, uh, Scott, today and tomorrow to get your audio. And everybody right now, right now, you know, I'll be on my Wednesday at the same time, 9 o'clock Eastern at 8 o'clock Central at 6 o'clock Pacific. And uh, before we let go, again, I personally want to thank you, Sula, uh, for sharing all of your information, especially when we are Really, I enjoy it. You have a wonderful, thank you. You have a wonderful spirit, and um, I really like that. You know what I mean? And you give us much wisdom and patience. And I hope things work out with you and your child about these. Uh, you know, uh, all I can say is it's really sad that we're targets, but it gets beyond low when they, um, you know, when they touch, bother our kids as well. You know what I'm saying? Totally not cool, guys. Totally not cool. Okay, everybody, you know how Shayla's uh, new, but you guys all know. Thank you again. We're going to close now. Commence. You guys know how I do it. Uh, we've got a short oldie but goodie. I love music. It helps keep me straight. I'm dropping the mic, as the young people like to say it. And this is out a shout-out to both of my younger sisters, though. The three of us will be on the road soon, you guys, and we need your prayers on the interstate because they love messing with people, especially black people behind the wheel. So I'll need all the prayers I can get. Take care, everyone. Peace out and be safe, okay? Your sweet expression 
Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. <laughs> 